This is the PSA Podcast, where we deep dive into the business of technology and automation. Hey, good morning, Marty. How hey, you doing Joe, today? back for another PSA Podcast. This is, uh, this is good stuff, man. Looking yeah. forward to this discussion. Yeah. Wednesday, Friends Day. Happy to have a couple friends here with me. So, uh, so today we're going to be discussing the business and technology behind Alba Manufacturing. So Alba Manufacturing, what they do is they engineer, design, manufacture material handling solutions, including a wide range of conveyors, conveyor systems for a variety of OEMs, uh, systems integrators, and distributors. Now we're going to get deeper and dive into that, and John's going to explain uh, a little bit more about their product portfolio. But uh, if you want to learn more about Alba, you can visit their website at www.albamfg.com. And yeah, so today, Marty, we're joined by John Quinn. And John is the regional sales manager for Alba Manufacturing. As a regional sales manager for Alba Manufacturing, John's passion is to work closely with his distributor and integrator partners, as well as end users, to develop industry-leading material handling solutions. So, hey, John, how are you doing this morning? Good morning, Joe. How are you? Oh, fantastic. Hey, thanks for taking time out uh, this morning on this Wednesday to uh, sit down and chat a little bit with Marty and I. We're uh, super happy to have you here, and uh, we're anxious to learn a little bit more about yourself and then also Alba Manufacturing, okay? Yeah, perfect. Appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. So, hey, uh, I want to congratulate you. I recently uh, I saw that you recently uh, just had your fifth year anniversary with Alba. Yep, yep, five five years. Uh, I feel like I've learned a lot over those five years, but absolutely, thank you, thank you for that. Yeah, you bet. Time flies, doesn't it? It sure does. It sure does. Yeah, well, tell me a little bit more about yourself. Your a little bit about your background and how did you end up at Alba? Yeah, sure. So uh, I've been on the manufacturing side of uh, of the material handling world for um, really since I started. Um, right out of college, I started with a. Um, a vertical lift manufacturer that specialized in working with uh, conveyor systems. Um, ran into the 08 recession, as, uh, as everybody remembers. And, uh, that, uh, that, that, as a sales guy, gives you an appreciation for your customers and, uh, and for you know, what can happen when the, uh, when the revenue stream uh, spigot turns off. But, um, but that was my introduction into the industry and uh, really enjoyed uh, everything I was working with and, and what we do. Um, from there, I went to a, it's called a leading, uh, lift table manufacturer where I worked, uh, tech support. Um, so that involved talking to, uh, really a lot of the same customers I'm, I'm working with currently, um, where they would have a problem with a, with a lift table. It would just be wait for the phone to ring, pick it up and, and try to go through the adventure of, of whatever was wrong and try to get to the bottom of it. And, um, you know, working through problems as a manufacturer again, um, it really, Gives you the appreciation of of being all knowing of, of how is this happening, what's the root cause, uh, and it was it was a really big step on my uh, on my path. Um, from there, I moved on to actually the um, integration side of the world, uh, where uh, selling conveyor systems and and all all manner of, of material handling equipment, and uh, really gave me a taste for kind of how the other half lives, how the integrators uh, operate and the challenges with dealing with with end users and uh, some end users being less reasonable than others, shall we say, uh, and 
and really just being able to to understand appreciate uh, that side of things. And, and I feel like that's made me uh, a stronger um, kind of representative on the sale on the uh, on the manufacturing mm-hmm. side, being able to understand, hey, this is this is the pressure, this is the challenge. Um, it doesn't matter, you know. If the, let's just solve the problem, and then we can all collaborate afterwards on how we got to where we are. Um, but that landed me over here at Alba Manufacturing, uh, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been a great experience. And um, now I get to get to be where I enjoy, which is on the manufacturing side, and uh, really be able to be the expert of a, of a relatively small kind of corner of the industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're pretty well rounded. Uh, with your history here so you can you know the service side troubleshooting all the way from the integration side to like what PSA is as a traditional systems integrator uh, into now the OEM or uh, manufacturing so that's fantastic so what do you really enjoy about you know your position or your job duties at Alba? Yeah well it's, it's the customer interaction um, you know it's 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 picking up a phone and, and never really knowing the application you're going to come into. Um, it, I guess, you know, it, it, you never, you have an idea who you're about to talk to. We will talk to all manner of customers that um, will come into an application and be scared to death of it and scared to death of pallet handling. And at that point, I get to kind of lead the conversation and just say, all right, you know, just give me good information and we can get through this and, and we can get a really great solution for your, for your customer. Mm-hmm. Um, to others who, who have been doing it for decades, and um, you know that makes things makes things a little bit easier. Uh, but the true enjoyable part is, you know, maybe working with a with maybe a more green salesperson who isn't as knowledgeable, and they can come into an application, and I can really kind of be there and say, okay, this is this is you know my understanding of the market and the industry. Um, this is who you might be up against. This is how you're going to sell this versus competition um here's some and you know some opportunities to cut some cost if you get some pushback in that direction and um just to be able to to kind of work through it with with whomever i'm talking to um along those and then the relationships you build in this industry it's a it's an industry where it seems like people don't really leave they kind of just move um and so it's fun to see where people pop up and then and then start new relationships and meet new people yeah like you said that people just kind of move around it's one of those uh one of those businesses, whether it's integration or from the OEMs, you kind of see the same players popping around and move move around a little bit. So it's interesting how this uh, industry works, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So how much travel do you do? So we get to stay, uh, we end up staying fairly close to home. Uh, that's not to say that we don't uh, visit, you know, visit our customers. Um, you know, mainly it's, it's in a more of a training session. But I guess this is, this is what I'll need uh, to help you. Um, and so it, it, as far as getting out for specific applications, it happens. Um, but the nature of what I do, as long as you can give me, you know, the real estate we're working in, the, uh, the pallets we're operating with, the weights, you know, the basic information, um, I can get you a layout and we can, we can kind of design it from there. So, um, it's not that we never, you know, get out to, to get into the field, but at the same time, it's, it's more rare. We can do most of the stuff, uh, staying at home and that way we can, really be better representatives for what's going on in the manufacturing. Oh, okay. 
So that's interesting. And I know that we kind of work together with you directly on some applications and then sometimes through distributors, depending upon how that uh, that transaction is going to be working. And I know in the past you've really helped us when we provide you with a, a layout or a space and and saying this is our challenge or this is what we're looking to develop. And and you've been fantastic. And, and, and I just wonder, like, is that something that you traditionally do time and time again for your partners, whether it be an OEM or an a distributor or a system integrator like us, you give that help. I mean, is that just what all your distributors or what all your representatives do? Yeah, we um, we have a saying here: um, what what starts wrong stays wrong. Um, and so it's it's really our um, it's really our focus that from from the beginning of an application, uh, we are taking a deep dive and we're trying to really understand exactly what needs to happen and and really. Um, looking for pitfalls and then using our experience mm. of, okay, we've done similar to things this in the past. This is, you know, maybe challenges that we learned from. This is, um, this is what we do. But it, it, it is something, again, being on a, a, a kind of a focused side of the industry, we can really get into the minute detail. And, um, and, and from my perspective, uh, from a salesperson, I mean, all of these things where you get into the minutia of, of a project, you really do, you learn from everything and, um, and and being able to understand our product and the applications from the inside out mm-hmm. uh, really does allow us to be better at our job. I feel like. Right. So do you go out on the customer floor, joint sales calls to see, you know, maybe some space constraints to see what materials they're, they're actually moving around and the pallet types and quality and all that, that take into consideration or do you rely on, uh, the distributor or systems integrator to bring those details and pictures back to you. Yeah, we, we uh, honestly we, we rely on the on the distributor for for a bulk of that. Um, again, from they're they're able to see really the whole picture mm-hmm. of the solution, um, and not not that there's not other aspects that come into play, but but our focus is is kind of on the A to B, the conveyance of it. And how do we do that? Um, you know, understanding floor constraints, understanding ceiling constraints. Um, that's all stuff we have to know, uh, but that can usually just as easily be communicated on a, on a 2D drawing layout and a, um, you know, just a real brief description. Uh, the, the important part is understanding the palettes and the bottom boards and the orientations, and that's, that's where we live, and that's where we wear out our, our integration partners and just say, look, I, I can only really quote this if I understand that, because that's where the rubber meets the road. Uh, that's where the pallet meets the conveyor, right. um, and so we, we we really need to understand that to be able to put forth the best the best solution. Great. So, what are some types of products that you guys offer? We're talking a lot about pallets and pallet moving, but what's the breadth of your product portfolio? Yes, yeah, so it, it would start with the, um, the the roller conveyor, the the CDLR, which we call the the chain driven live roller um, conveyor, uh, and that's that's really our bread and butter. That's where it starts. Um, and, and all of our products are focused just on moving pallets mm-hmm. and they can be utilized for moving other heavier duty product or other kind of weirder, let's say type, type product. But, but the focus is, is pallet handling. Um, so you, you start with your CDLR roller conveyors and we'll try to usually push that in most conveyance applications because, um, it, it's kind of the most efficient, most cost effective way to move product. Um, uh, from there, we, we do offer a, a drag chain conveyor. Um, which, uh, which we'll use, um, really when, when the bottom boards or, or for whatever reason the product, uh, dictates that, that a CDLR isn't going to really be a good solution. Um, 
and we'll use UDOF for transfers, uh, so pop-up 90-degree chain transfers mm-hmm. uh, for changing direction, uh, turntables uh, for the same reason, um, and then just a, a number of other products, pallet handling related, mm-hmm. so a, a pop-up, um, uh, sorry, a lift and rotate, uh, also known as an iron cross, uh, that's something we do a lot with to change pallet orientation. Uh, pallet dispensers, slip sheet dispensers, right. uh, that's something that, that we're seeing more and more in the last uh, probably five, five, ten years, we've seen really a huge increase in demand for that, probably due to all the palletizing applications we're seeing. Right, right. I know we use, you know, a number of all of what you just explained, and it's we've had super good results with it, so we do appreciate that uh, for sure. And now I want to get into a little bit of something that I'm sure Marty's going to really like, um, <laughs> because... <laughs> We, we often talked about, we, or we talk about LinkedIn and how effective LinkedIn is. And I got to tell you, John, you are you're very active on LinkedIn and, and your content is really cool. I mean, you show a lot of great, um, you know, I would say descriptive type video or not videos, but like pictures and you're kind of, you, you show what your product breadth and portfolio is. You do a really good job of that. It, is that something you've always done or... It, it was it, you know, COVID came along and you weren't able to go, you know, make visits or what have you. So you decided to just utilize LinkedIn. What what kind of drove that? Yeah, and it's been a it's been kind of a company focus. Um, it's it's one of those things where um, in our marketing department, you know, kind of collaborates very closely with us on on a lot of things. But um, yeah, no, it's it's really been something where uh, I you know, I'm not a big social media guy, and so. Uh, I don't want to say I entered into it reluctantly, but um, but you kind of see the value very quickly, um, and and being able to connect with people and seeing people, you know, getting your products out there, and and I'm sure you've seen something in a, an algorithm that we offer, uh, and then we'll recirculate. Um, that's something which which will usually highlight an application, and we see it. It really gets people thinking, and the number of times you'll get a number, uh, you know, a few applications that come in, and you'll be like, here's a there's a thread of commonality to this, and you realize that, that um, oh, it's probably due to that, that album that just went out not long ago. And so when that happens, I mean, that's a, that's a beautiful thing from a, from a sales perspective. That's a beautiful um, thing. And, uh, <laughs> and so, you know, I really appreciate the team here for, uh, for, for working and, and, and helping us with the content and, and keeping things going. Right. But, um, Joe, let me but, follow yeah. up on that. Um, sure. As far as I'm concerned, absolutely right answer. Um, so, but also I'll commend you on your Alba shirt and your Alba sign behind you. You're very sensitive to marketing. Excellent. Do you, do you also use LinkedIn or uh, in addition to LinkedIn? You have distributors, you have system integrators. Do you also use LinkedIn or other social media? Or how, how do you stay in touch with these, with all these people that you have, your distributors and your system integrators? Is, I guess is LinkedIn part of that? Yeah, LinkedIn's probably just a just a component to it. Um, I, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, we're calling on pretty regularly and 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 trying to stay in contact best we can. I mean, things get busy, things get absolutely busy, um, and which becomes more challenging. Um, but in addition to that, I mean, it's it, it is a different it is a different atmosphere as far as especially for us because we do try to get around and, and do uh, boots on the ground meetings with people, but that's harder and harder and. Um, and, and trade shows are great, but those, you know, that's just four days of just pure chaos trying to trying to meet with people and some people you've never met face to face before and they leave the booth and you're like, oh shoot, I've had like four conversations with that guy uh, and, and forgot to make all the connections. But um, 
but yeah, it's, it's, it, it's ideally it would be a, a smaller piece to a larger overall way of staying in touch, but um, um, but uh, it, it seems to be the, the trick, at least staying in front of people to some degree. Yeah, that's great. Marty, what, what else you got? Well, I'm going to throw a curveball probably, but um, here, here you go. So I thought I'd throw this out. Uh, 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 John, are you seeing anything in your industry or in your company or with your with whoever, in terms of the artificial intelligence and machine learning and all that kind of stuff, are you seeing anything in your industry regarding those kinds of issues? Um, not, okay. not yet. Um, and I'm honestly probably not the, the best, <laughs> best one. I stay pretty kind of focused on, on the, the yeah. issues at hand. Um, I mean, it's exciting from what I understand about it. Um, and how it comes into play, I'm, I'm, I couldn't, I couldn't really Good. tell you. But, uh, but not at the yeah, answering my question, you know, just uh, if it was top of mind to you right now, and and most people, it is not. I just thought I would ask that question. So back to you, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah Marty. A lot of uh, manufacturers are starting to consider that the I/O, IT, the Internet of Things type, and they're putting smart devices on their their equipment. So that that may even be another just another talking point there, John. If, if you guys are even thinking about putting smart devices to to monitor your conveyors and and the hardware associated with it, uh, just you know, increasing uptime, getting some information back, you know, increase yeah. PM you know, uh, preventative maintenance type uh, service offerings, uh, anything like that? So, yeah, and I kind of honed in on your on your AI uh, <laughs> your AI question initially. But, um, yeah, we are seeing a bit of that. So, so again, to be honest, um, uh, the, the focus of what we offer is the uh, mechanical. As a manufacturer, you know, we're bringing raw material in, uh, raw steel, structural steel in one door. We're, we're welding it up and we're sending a product out. So, so most of our focus is really more of the, the blood and guts, the mechanical components of conveyance. Um, and so our inter- it's our integration partners that will um, kind of put the smarts into it. So, um, yeah, we're just maybe supplying a, uh, a one-horsepower motor and then how that's driven and how that's communicating back and forth uh, goes from there. Now, I know there are some uh, pretty sophisticated motors out there with you know, the integrated VFDs and, and all sorts of ways to, to you know, report, um, report information and, and you know, keep track on things. Um, and, and we see that. We will integrate those uh, on occasion, too. But really, most of what we focus on is just what we're really good at, which is the basic yeah. manufacturing uh, mechanics. Yeah, yeah, so that, that's, that's a great answer. Great clarification. So so you're, you're just the, the bare hardware. You've got your conveyor frame, rollers, and then the motors, and then the system integrator like, like a PSA would then put the drives in, in the control cabinet, and then that's where all the 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 smarts so to speak you know take over right yeah exactly yeah perfect um so do you have any um applications or any time where you have to customize a solution for somebody say like okay i've got these product offerings but there's a little bit of a twist and and geez if we could just customize it we would we would have an ultimate solution do you go down that route or you just strictly buy the portfolio by the by the catalog yeah, so we um, we do in fact uh, run into that quite a bit. So it, it, it's kind of funny because one person's uh, customization um, in a lot of cases is kind of our standard, right? So we, we've been doing this for fifty years. We we literally just celebrated our our fiftieth uh, anniversary of, uh, of of doing business, which we're all really proud of. Um, but we've been doing this a long time. Uh, we've seen a lot of or worked with a lot of technology, seen a lot of, of good things and bad things, and, and learned a lot of lessons along the way. 
Um, so it's really not a scenario, it's not often something we run into where it's a, uh, okay, we've got a brand new custom application, this is a real challenge, we've got we to gotta really figure out how to solve this. It's something where we can say, hey, look at this, uh, and, and we'll go back and we'll talk to our, our engineering team, and, and, and the, you know, we've got a deep stable of engineers back there. And, and they'll say, hey, you know, we really did something similar to this back in 05. Um, this is the application. This is the, this is the challenge. And, and, you know, I think there's a lot of lessons we can learn from that. Uh, and, that and that really keeps us from having to do any type of, you know, true R&D on the floor, right? That's, that's the last thing anybody wants to do is, is to be getting it out there without, without having proven, you know, proven performance that, that it's going to work fine and, and that um, it's going to hold up over the years. So really most of most of our focus is able to say, okay, well, we did it really similar to this uh, with a small tweak here or there. Uh, this would be that probably answers one of my questions, Joe, is, uh, and John, is that, you know, kind of what makes you distinctive. And I think you just explained that, you know, that somebody comes to you with, to them might be a, a unique or custom solutions. And because you've been doing it for so long that you have, I'll say in-house, you, you, you've already seen that. I would think that's a part of your strong selling proposition. Would I be right with that, John? Yeah, yeah, you'd be absolutely right. Um, and and going with that, you know, our, our focus is really on the application coming out of the chute. So um, as opposed to, you know, other manufacturers where uh, it's kind of incumbent on you to give a, a part number, a length, and, uh, you know, just a couple uh, specs, um, we, we really want to understand the application. We want to understand the palette. We understand, understand what What's gonna, what needs to be done, and really what, um, what's gonna win it for us? What you know, what 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 we can do to to win the project for everybody, and and the benefit of that is you know from the time a quote goes out, um, it's had the eyeballs of at least two to three engineers um, that have really reviewed it, and and they're just itching to <laughs> to to say hey why why you know challenge us why why did you do it this way here um, hey I think we can save some money, and it would be a better solution if we did that. Uh, and that's just from yeah. the quote standpoint. Um, and so from there, you know, obviously you get to the yeah. detailed phases. Um, but, but that's our focus is really just to make sure that we're, um, that every application that we're offering a solution for, uh, we're understanding and, and we're getting the best, the best possible, the best possible solution. Yeah, that's, that's great. So being around for 50 years, I, I just have to imagine that, you know, Alba has a strong, you know, culture internally. Um, you know, have you been there for five years? What, what sense do you have of that? Uh, the tenureship of some of your engineers is, is it pretty strong, deep? Yeah, very much so. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a pretty tight group, you know, and, and everybody's really proud of, of, of the products we put out. Uh, everybody's really proud of, of, you know, the team that we have here. And, uh, and to that point, when, you know, when there is an occasional challenge, uh, everybody is, you know, mad about how did we, how did we fall down in this? How can we make it right? How we make it easier on everybody? Uh, and there's just a lot of pride in the product, um, and and I think that's really what's what's given us our, our really good name in the industry for putting together you know really heavy duty um, you know pallet pallet conveyor um, that does it really push us along. Great. Hey, let's take a step back. You mentioned earlier uh, trade shows, and I come from my background prior to joining PSA. I was with um, an, an OEM robot manufacturer, ABB Robotics, and we went to trade shows quite often and, and I heard you say like trade shows can be tough. You know, it's a three or four day deal and, and you're kind of entrenched, you know, in the booth. Um, 
What's your feeling of, of trade shows, the value that you get out of a trade show, uh, your expectations from trade shows, and then the ROI, meaning what are you actually getting from a, a leads? Are they good positive leads? I'd like to expand a little bit on that. Yeah, yeah. And that makes sense. I it, it, It's definitely a topic that's kind of, kind of for hot, hot discussion. Um, it's I, I love them, honestly. I, I didn't mean to give the wrong impression that uh, they're they're definitely challenging and, and you know it's it's definitely um, uh, pretty hectic and, and when the booth is hopping I mean that's the most fun you have uh, there you know when you're when you're just giving tour after tour kicking the kicking the tires so to speak but um, I, I guess in my experience and again you know there's, there's others that could speak better to this than I could but um, in my experience it, it's less about the the true active leads that come out of these trade shows and yes there's there will always be good leads and they always we always need to show a deliverable for them, um, uh, but it, it's it's just being able to meet the folks and then be able to give some people that maybe didn't have a really good understanding of who we are and what we do, uh, being able to kind of walk around and, and show them the equipment and, and give them the, the the elevator pitch, but you know a little bit more extended one, and um, and and then it's just when you run into these people or you get the email out of the blue four years later, I can't tell you the number of emails I got where the email is a response to my, hey, thanks for stopping by the booth uh, from three, you know, four years ago. And, uh, and when that happens, you're like, that's phenomenal. You know, they just, they just squirreled it away in a, in a folder. And then years later, it comes back and, and we're, we're a known quantity and uh, get, to, get to pick up right where we left off. And, uh, and, and that's, that's a great situation. I, I think the value of that is, is super hard to quantify, but it's, it's something that I think is, uh, is why, at least I'll always, see value in them, um, uh, being able to really meet our customers. And how do you guys continue tracking those those leads? I mean, you know, there's quite a number of trade shows that, you know, you may be involved in, whether it's ProMat, Automate, Pack Expo. I mean, it, it's, I'm sure it's your job to do all the follow-up, but do you also then have like some sort of a CRM system that you work with that you're able to track these, put ticklers on the follow-up? or So how do you go through that process? Yeah, we, we have um we have we have a technology or two that we use to stay in front of them and be able to keep notes going and uh, it has you know it has abilities to uh, to to throw in reminders and, and dump information but um yeah no I mean it's it's aside from that it's it's just trying to um, organize the best you can um, and um, and and maybe you know no one no one likes cold calls especially now if no people don't recognize a number um, they're not going to pick it up ever uh, and uh, and so. It, just to have the in is the most important thing to be able to reply to an email uh, on a on a on a reply versus a out of the blue. Hey, you don't know me from anybody, but uh, but here's why you should buy Alba. Um, that's the that's kind of the beauty of, of, of a lot. Yeah. Of hey, and then also going back to LinkedIn, it just came to my mind. Do would you happen to use LinkedIn as a follow up then? So you send an email out, but would you also go in and try to connect with that lead on LinkedIn and maybe say, hey. Check out Alba, follow Alba, follow me. Are you using that? Yeah, no, without a doubt, without a doubt. Yeah, and that's a, um, in my, it's kind of the kind of the first, uh, the first step in a lot of times, whether it's a trade show or just, just kind of hunting up uh, a group said, oh, we should be working with, with a PSA on these applications. Uh, actually, I'm pretty sure I did quite literally this to you guys. I'm sure you got a LinkedIn request yeah. from me, actually. Um, where you know, where I say, hey, uh, just so you know, and just give your, you just give your, your, 
you know, however many words you're limited to, mm-hmm. or letters even, uh, give your quick, your quick pitch and, and, and just why you should work with us. And, and you're not expecting a response. You're hoping they connect. But honestly, you're, you're, you're hoping just to create some sort of connection. So when they see their name or they see you, your, your tag at a booth or anywhere else, say, oh, I've, I've talked to John. Why is that name familiar to me? You're probably not even going to know why it's familiar, yeah. but it's just, at least you've yeah. made that first connection. Hey, Joe, one of my favorite questions you always ask people is, uh, you know, a success story. Like, is there something recently, John, that you've been involved with or the re- or whatever length of time it was, but some kind of a success story, cool or interesting or whatever. Do you have something you can share with us there? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, as a manufacturer, it's probably not on the same scale of, of, of some of the others. Um, you know, a lot of our success stories are along the lines of, uh, hey, we had a, uh, a project go through and uh, at the 11th hour, uh, the, the engineering team had to change all the designs. We still got it to production and we still miraculously kept the ship schedule. Uh, those, those don't uh, translate terribly well uh, to stories, but, uh, but that, that's kind of our, our life. I guess, I guess one that, that rings true, and I, we actually just shipped uh, the conveyor here uh, a week or two ago. Um, I got a call a, a month or two ago from a customer of mine. And they said, hey, uh, we have one of your lift and rotate units. Uh, it's, at, it's at a customer of ours. And, um, and hey, you know, it's, it's really beat to heck. It, it needs a lot of maintenance. Um, and, uh, yeah, admittedly, they haven't, they haven't done maintenance on it for 13 years. Been in the industry for, been installed for 13 years. And, uh, so, oh, okay, great. You know, let's, let's dig into it and, and start working through the questions and, and pulling up our information when we designed it and sold it. And, uh, and come to find out, it's like, well, it's, it's, yes, it's been used for 13 years, but it's, it's been used for, you know, two or three shifts. Uh, we, we didn't have that understanding when we, when we spec'd it and sold it. And, oh, it's also, uh, the, the capacity that you guys are using on it is double what it was designed for. And, uh, also it's, uh, it's, it's, it's throughput that it's operating under is, is at least double what we, probably, probably triple or even five times what we understood. And so it went from like, Holy cow! This has been in operation for 13 years. Like that's unbelievable. And and you're like, uh, you know, that's that's phenomenal. Uh, and so, okay, you know, understanding that this, obviously things changed and that happens. Um, you know, we, we would offer instead of a pneumatic rotation, we'll say electric, and let's upgrade your bearings and upgrade your rollers and make yeah. a few other changes, which will hold up for hopefully another 25 years. Um, and just you know, being in the know and being able to operate in that is, is something. Uh, something we enjoy. Uh, and then at the same time, uh, we had, uh, we actually had a customer about three years ago had a tornado, uh, really destroy, um, destroy part of their plant. And, um, again, this is something they have miles of our conveyor and they had a real tough situation and, and we were able to pull together, uh, within a few weeks, a, a fully, um, a fully operational, fully, uh, 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 I would say even with our basic accumulation controls, we were off about 50 feet of conveyor wow. that allow them to keep limping along, uh, not have to furlough all their employees. And, uh, and, and it's just, that's something where you're actually able to, to do what we do, uh, really ratchet up the, 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 um, the effort and, and really make a, a significant difference. So that's when that great. happens, it's special. That's great, okay, John. Well, super. Yeah. So, you know, obviously quality equipment, right? I mean, robust design and then dedication to your customer base. I mean, that, that's fantastic, John. I really appreciate it. Hey, so how can uh, the listeners here get a hold of you, John, and, and follow you uh, and, and then also our manufacturing? Yeah, so we, uh, we are, um, you know, we can try to find me in, in um, 
uh, album manufacturing, I mean, you can go to our website, and there's, there's all sorts of ways to connect with us that way. Um, uh, you can find me in, uh, on LinkedIn. I do have a presence, so reach out uh, and connect and, uh, and make sure that, um, you know, you're getting, you're getting our posts and able to see some of our, uh, you know, some of our products and, and applications that we run across. Hopefully give some good ideas. Um, but, uh, but yeah, just, just, just give me a, give me a phone call. You can find it again for our, our website, which is, uh, www.albamfg.com. Alba is A-L-B-A, mfg.com. And, uh, we'll be happy to help you and, um, look forward to working with, uh, with anybody that, that, uh, you know, has an application that we can assist. That's with. awesome. John, it's been great. I appreciate you again taking the time out. Marty, yeah. thanks again yeah. for, uh, being with me today and, uh, Happy selling to you, John. Hey, John. We look forward to work. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to the PSA BizTech Podcast. The PSA BizTech Podcast is a production of Production Systems Automation. More information on this podcast and PSA can be found at PSASystems.com. That's PSASystems.com.